0: Now it's time for Inspirational Women and my guests, two visionary leaders in the new and specialized field of integrative pregnancy care. Erica Wicken is a certified nurse midwife and pediatric nurse practitioner at Seattle OBGYN Group. Stephanie Gianarelli is an acupuncturist and founder of Acupuncture Northwest and Associates. The story of their coming together feels like one of destiny. The result is so exciting with so much great potential. And therefore, I'm so excited to introduce them and have you learn from them beginning this morning. So good morning, Erica Wicken and Stephanie Generelli. It is so wonderful to have both of you here this morning.
1: Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having us.
0: Well, I am so excited because the two of you, I think, are setting this whole Northwest area, I'm going to say, certainly Seattle, on a spin because we're going to be talking about integrative pregnancy care. So this is really a relatively new concept. It's happening here. So anyone who is pregnant or thinking of being pregnant, you are in the right place at the right time. Is that right, Stephanie? That's really true. Yes. Yeah. So how did this all get started, Erica?
1: This started in approximately 2008 when I was brainstorming what an ideal practice would look like. What do all of the pieces together make? And acupuncture was one of the pieces that I really wanted to be a part of my practice. So...
0: so- Eleven years ago, two thousand eight,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you got you had this vision, this dream.
1: Yes, the first week of midwifery school, I believe. Yep,
0: and that was in Michigan. You went to yes University of Michigan mm-hmm. for all that study. Mm-hmm. Yep. And and how what does it take to go through that education?
1: So to be a certified nurse midwife, you do your undergraduate degree in nursing, and then you do your graduate degree in midwifery. And you take a board exam, and you're licensed through the state.
0: And is it still a relatively new practice?
1: The practice that I'm at Seattle OBGYN group is six years old this past September. But midwifery in general has a lot of historical context to it, in the United States particularly. Since the beginning of the country, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah.
0: And then Stephanie, of course, you with your acupuncture practice have really had a big focus on pregnancy, women with perhaps uh, challenges, but not necessarily, right? Just the whole spectrum?
2: We we, um, treat a lot of fertility patients, and through that, it was a natural extension that we had to treat pregnancy as well. And so that became um, a subspecialty. With it, along with the fertility throughout the years, and as we would see these patients, we we would see them through the first trimester to help them, you know, get through the first trimester and make sure and try to help them not miscarry and feel okay, and then we'd usually give them a break in the second trimester if they were feeling okay and nothing was going wrong, and then in the third trimester, we would start we see them back, um, and we would we used to see them, you know. For labor prep and term breaches, but in the last few years, it has really um, become clear to us that um, preparing for labor um, has is such a great thing that acupuncture can help do, and make that whole process
0: so much easier and gentler. Right,
2: right, right. and try to get the body and the whole person prepared for labor, so mentally prepared and physically prepared. And, you know, we have a lot of we were talking about this before the, the, we started recording that this whole idea of the rabbit effect, that the more you um, n- can nurture a patient, the better the outcomes will be. And so that is something we have time to do. And I think that's a part of the reason that um, midwifery and acupuncture work so well together, because we both have that same common concept that you spend time with the patient and you figure out why things are happening, and you try to mitigate or you try to help the person come back into balance as best as possible. And I think midwifery does that as well as uh, traditional Chinese medicine. Would you agree, Erica? I would agree. Yeah. yeah.
0: So considering these two backgrounds that you come from, and you had this vision, Erica, how did the two of you then... Uh, because you're relatively new to Seattle, how did you
1: come together? Complete luck. We came together through a physician at our practice, Dr. Judy Kimmelman, We're and writing a book with, mm, yes,
2: about this very topic. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, exact topic. Yeah. Uh, so I would I didn't know any acupuncturists in the area. I was brand new, still trying to figure out if Seattle was where I wanted to be long term, and. You start by figuring out if the practice is where you want to be. And then once you decide, yeah, I love this, then you start building relationships around that practice so that you have your resources. And Judy Kimmelman, her medical assistant, I would ask her probably weekly, could I have that card for that person that Judy really likes? And my patients kept coming back so happy. And I only used acupuncture at that point for breach presentation, meaning the baby is not head down, and we would like the baby to be head down, or if their water had broke, and they were a first-time mom, and they were not having contractions. That was it. So after several patients came back to the office extremely happy with the care that they had received, I realized, I need to go meet Stephanie. It's time to get down there and see what this practice is all about. And it has evolved and blossomed and Grown so much, over the years now.
2: Yeah, and you've and you've learned all the different things that we can do throughout pregnancy, and we've learned that midwives do all kinds of things
1: mm-hmm.
2: besides what you traditionally think a midwife would do. Yeah, You'll do annual exams, and you can be kind of that that uh, women's health primary care almost. I was like,
1: oh, I didn't know that either. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, preconceived notions with. You know, the first thing you think about is pregnancy. And you kind of forget that there's all this other stuff that is involved to take care of a woman as well.
0: And I think that's a very critical piece of this. So we're talking about pregnancy, but it's not an isolated part of one's life. Yes, it's a big event at this time, but you really are are almost like a detective, you know, trying to find out any of the kind of different sorts of things that might be going on to make sure it's going to be a good pregnancy with a healthy baby, right?
1: Yeah, optimizing preventative care. That's one of our primary focuses. What resources do we have so that we can make this person as healthy as humanly possible, emotionally and physically and mentally? And ideally, my favorite is when I get to start with these patients when they're adolescents. And it's learning about what is a period. What, what does this mean? What does con- informed consent mean? How, you know, do you grow into this woman that is strong and empowered and knows that they're a person, and then from there, being able to take care of them through all of life and the different courses they go through.
0: So you're saying that is an ideal, and it sounds like a really wonderful education and an important part of life, but you don't probably work with adolescents, really, do you?
1: 12 years and older. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. And it just depends on what their needs are. Typically, uh, they see a pediatrician for annual exams at that point. But if they're having issues or concerns with periods or if they're not comfortable talking with their pediatrician about their bodies or image issues, um, contraception, some parents just aren't as comfortable as others having different conversations. And so I will see a mother in the office and she'll say, when do I bring my daughter to you? Oh, I know so she's going to connect with you. I know she's going to open up to you. At what point do I need to bring her in? And then we can have that conversation about what we're looking for. Because some kids, they do need to see someone who has this kind of expertise at 12 years and others it's 16. And some people it's 21 when they've aged out of their pediatrician.
2: That's fascinating, it's, isn't
0: it, it? It truly it <laughs> is. You know, here we are, you know, together to talk about integrative uh, pregnancy care, and yet, you know, this is you know a bonus piece of it that I think it's important for us to be aware of and know that it's available here for us.
2: And you know what I think is interesting, which I didn't know any of this, so I'm I'm taking it in right now as well. Is that preventative care piece that feels very preventative care? That's Chinese medicine. And it's it's one of the few places in Western medicine that I, I think that you guys truly embrace that concept of let's try to get in front of this. Let's try to help the problems not occur. Not that I don't have full respect for Western medicine, because I do. But this whole, but, but you're definitely coming at it from a very similar place.
1: Yeah. And a lot of times we will meet people when there is a concern. So what is the concern? How do we fix the concern? And how did we get here in the first place so that we don't get here again. Exactly.
0: And that I'm so enthralled and and I could be on, you know, a real big mission here to push preventive care because why do we want to do all the suffering? Let's catch this early, understand what it is and forget about all the other drama. I, I don't want to belittle what people experience, but, you know, there's there can be a lot of, of pain and stress, distress that goes on. But if we can prevent that.
1: This is one of the core values of midwifery, of nurse practitioners. This is why these specialties exist, is because there's a vision of people learning and realizing the importance of preventative care and how to care for themselves before they they don't have a choice. Yes.
0: In a way, it seems really amazing that here we are in 2019, almost the end of it, and we're still kind of like scratching the surface in a way. Why don't we already know this?
2: It feels as though we should be so much
0: more advanced,
2: right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. And yeah, I think it's hard, to, you know, that we have that saying, an ounce of prevention is worth oh. a pound of cure. Um, but I think, you know, to really... F- Be able to focus on what could happen to you. You don't get as much credit when you fix something when it doesn't happen. You know, then it doesn't happen. Right. Or before it happens. You get a lot more credit when you fix something that's broken. So I think it's hard for people to even see it, envision it, and imagine that it could happen to them. You know?
1: Okay. Yes. Preventative care is hard. It is hard. It is really hard. hard. It's hard for It is a challenge. It Mm -hmm. is something you have to be thinking about all the time. What you're doing to your body. What you're putting it through. The benefits, the disadvantages, the advantages, it's not easy. Yeah.
0: Yet if we start young, so it yep. becomes just a right. natural part of life, then it's natural, so it's not, it's just natural. It's not hard in a way it has eased with it, right? So starting early, so really when we're talking about the integrative pregnancy care, so we're getting moms that who knows what age that is. But then you have the infants, they're aware then of this whole project of of this whole concept. So lucky babies being born.
2: Yeah, that's a good way to think about it. You know, the book I'm writing with Judy right now, one of the lines in it is a quote from uh, another Chinese medicine practitioner that says, "Uh, the moment you realize you want to be a parent is when you should begin preparing. I'm like, okay, that's, that's big but really profound. Yeah. Yes.
0: And it's once that light bulb goes off, then searching for the place, well, here's the answer. It's happening right here in Seattle. Really uh, quite a new concept in terms of the whole country, you were saying, Erica.
1: Yes. Uh, one of the large pieces of integration that Stephanie and I are working on very closely is having acupuncture services in the hospital. That is not a norm. That is unique in the United States. Um, It has evolved tremendously over several months. It started out with me wanting Stephanie to be able to come in and provide acupuncture for patients who their water had broke, but I could not send them to her office. For whatever reason because they had to go into the hospital because they needed to be admitted to the hospital Mm -hmm. right and then we realized this would be so helpful for patients who are having complications and who are admitted but we don't want them to have their baby yet or for women after they've had their baby with anxiety or depression or breastfeeding she taught me so much about all the different ways that acupuncture can be helpful. And not only acupuncture, but the reason I love her practice so much is because she integrates the families and she teaches the partners how to do acupressure at home so that they can continue these different points that are beneficial.
2: Yeah, our goal for labor prep is what she's talking about right here is that we get we get the body ready for labor, like we had talked about. But because we only see them in the clinic once or maybe twice a week, they need treatment every day. In traditionally in China, you'd go to your acupuncturist daily. And because we can't accommodate that in the United States, we like to train the partners to do acupressure so that they can begin working on labor prep as well, so that the, the, the pregnant person gets daily treatment. And so hopefully by the time they get to labor, they're more prepared. And then we train the partners to be there or the support people to be there during labor because I don't want to be there all night.
1: I'm just saying. No, no night shifts for you. No (laughs) night shifts for you. Promise.
2: And it it allows the support person to be involved and do something that is very uh, effective. And it really, um, if it's a couple, um, it really helps connect them. Sure. And then they can be there postpartum for milk letdown. There's a whole host Of things we're actually starting to teach a class at Swedish Hospital here in Seattle um, on acupressure for support people um, for anti partum for b- labor prep during labor and postpartum, and that's going to be really great and empowering for partners and support people of these pregnant people.
0: That is so beyond exciting, and it has I have to mention the rabbit effect again since you yes, brought it, it up. You know, such a good there's that piece of touch. That is so critical. So that's being brought in here. That's true.
2: Induces oxytocin um, to be released and different hormones. So besides which the more encompassing bonding, deeper
0: connection, which involves, of course, the child who is about to enter the world. And and just I I see more of a unification, just um, so peaceful. It's beautiful.
2: Yeah, you're absolutely right. And the baby has to feel it, right? The is oh, totally present. Yes. And so if the couple, if it's a couple, can come together and become more of a team. Because I think traditionally, if it's, um, you know, whoever the, the partner is, can sometimes feel left out. Because there's not, they don't have a specific role that can be played. And so they kind of sit in the corner and go, I, God, I wish I could be helpful. Um, and this gives them a really concrete way to be very helpful. I am
0: loving it, and it's happening. Yes, it right is happening right here in Seattle. Yeah, you know, we're, we kind of have had a bit of a tradition of that of new things coming on board here. So, look at what you've done for us, Erica. Thank you,
2: Erica. <laughs> Thank I you, think.
1: Stephanie. <laughs> I know <laughs> it's a lot of
2: work, but it's it's really worth it. It's so great for these pregnant people.
1: Oh,
0: because. Uh, there's a fair bit of pregnancy going on, right? Yeah. Births <laughs> continue yes, and to they do. make it be as um as healthy as beautiful as comfortable as possible and building that bond. I think that's a really critical piece here. And Thank all of
1: those pieces are how you build empowerment within a person and within a family. Oh, that's a good And one. that's the ultimate goal with midwifery care is. How do we step back and monitor and make sure that you're safe and your baby's safe, but let you bond and let you connect? And now we have Stephanie, who's going to be helping us, enhance that even more.
2: I am just a tool in your toolbox, girl.
1: <laughs> I bring you with me everywhere. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, and this is,
0: Erica, you had mentioned the word, it was luck how you came together, but yet it beyond that, there was a vision. And then, you know, I think it's important, there's kind of even a more overarching, like life lesson, you know, to see what your passion in this case, midwifery and working with pregnant moms, uh, and, and then the offspring afterwards through their life, having that vision, it's like you set in motion, some kind of action that Brings, it's like a magnet, bringing the right people to you. And here it is, magical,
2: miraculous, all that. That's true. You do have a very clear vision. Yeah, watch out. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Watch out. <laughs> well, because
0: you were saying acupuncture didn't exist in hospitals prior to just recently.
2: Yeah, there are a few places around the country that have acupuncture in hospitals. There are very few that have it in labor and delivery. There is one in, uh, I think NYU might have it, and potentially in Minnesota as well. But it's not that common, um, and it's not that common to have acupuncture in the hospital at all anyway, although there is some of that. It's coming because it's so helpful, and there's the research is just building for it, and the doctors are seeing that, and the patients really want it, and the doctors are starting to see the efficacy of it. Um, and if we can take something off of their plate— like, we have time to do the rabbit effect, to be there and comfort them and, and bring that peace. And then we can also do, you know, achieve results. Sometimes they can't because, you know, they're pregnant and they've got really bad back pain, but they can't take the medication. So yeah. then, therefore, we can see them. And it's, uh, it's something they can do during pregnancy, that sometimes Western medicine has their hands tied during pregnancy.
0: And there is then that natural approach which I'm sure, or I'm believing that with midwifery that is the case, that you're looking at more natural kinds of treatments rather than looking at you know, prescription medicines and such.
1: To an extent, yeah. We, we like to take things back to the basics and see if basic resolutions can happen. And if they can't, you build on that. And if you need Western medicine, if you need prescriptions... Absolutely,
2: absolutely. You don't know, need I, them. I like that about you. I like the fact that she's a certified nurse midwife, which means she has a. You're a nurse practitioner mm-hmm. yes. as well as a midwife, and so she can take she can do all of it. So if they need Western medicine, she can she can slide along the continuum of you know midwifery care in its most uh, basic sense and uh, nurse practitioner care. So she can she can do whatever the patient needs, which I think is great.
0: And that is part of the practice, isn't it, At where you are, that there are a number of the certified nurse practitioners engaged in this, right?
1: Yes. We work as a group of four certified nurse midwives. And during pregnancy, we have a model of care where we share patients. So you see one of the midwives at every visit. And that way, you know who's at your birthday party. You've seen their face, they're familiar, you've gotten to know them a little bit. And then if you've particularly connected with someone, you can see them for all of your annual exams and have that consistency if that's what you're looking for. Um, But it's a really unique model. Washington is actually very smart in how they have integrated midwifery care. Um, And there was a huge study that recently came out where that was very notable. And that is where there's a healthy, strong collaboration directly with physicians and midwives, which is exactly how our practice is set up.
2: Yeah, I think that's great. You know, I heard somewhere that midwives change culture. Um, And I think that's great. You know, she's bringing all kinds of uh, things to Swedish Hospital, where you guys deliver. You know, you're bringing acupuncture first. It's the right thing to do. I know, and everybody's really excited about it. The doctor's all excited. The patients are excited. The nurses are excited. Everybody
1: wants it yesterday. (laughs)
2: Right. It's a pilot program. We're still working on it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's a huge project that keeps growing. So one step at a time. We're very excited to have these classes starting soon. Yeah. When is soon?
2: Uh, I think in a few weeks. November's our first class.
1: On the websites. Yeah. So step one.
0: So people need to sign up. Is there still space?
2: I don't know. I haven't looked, but um, we will just add classes if there's not enough space. And, you know, if the couple shows up or the pregnant person and their support person show up around 35, somewhere between 32 and 36 weeks, then they can get started on their acupressure at home. I think it's so great. There's an app that was made by the preeminent maternity acupuncturist in the world who is named Deborah Betts, and she's in New Zealand, and she has an app. I think it's called Natural. As soon as Erica said, "Um, we want to bring you into Swedish, I looked up where Deborah was teaching, and because we've done this for years, but we haven't done it in the hospital. Yes. And so I went to Ireland in the spring and studied with her. And we have an, an international advisory committee of the best maternity acupuncturists in the world on board, and they are so thrilled. And it's, it's been such an amazing project, and all the maternity acupuncturists in the area are involved. Uh, it's really, we're creating something big and new, and the whole world is watching, actually
0: this is yeah. even huger if you will than i really thought it was yeah it, i mean it's amazing even with what i thought you were doing initially but to hear all of this it's it's growing and it's so important you know it's so exciting to think about the future because of all this happening now yeah yep. yeah so websites how do people find out and sign up and get more information
2: so I think for the birth classes at Swedish, you go to the Swedish website. Yes. Was that helpful enough? I think it's through the Lytle Center. It
1: is through the Lytle Center.
2: Yeah. Lytle? L-Y-T-L-E. Yeah. Okay. It's the places where all the birth classes are taught and the newborn classes. All the new parent classes are taught through the Lytle Center at Swedish. Okay. And we're in the mix with that.
0: Great. So... And you'll add classes should there be such a an outpouring of interest. that Yeah,
2: you, probably what we'll do is we're going to teach them monthly, and then uh, eventually we might go to a couple of the other campuses. So we're, we're a pilot program, so we're going to start at the downtown location, the first hill location. And then if this goes well, we will offer acupuncture and then also the classes at a, f- a few of the other campuses, I think. That's the plan. That's the plan. That's
0: the plan. What an exciting plan. And so how long ago did you actually get started with this, Erica, in Seattle, you know, bringing this vision here?
1: Was it March?
2: Yeah, you asked me in the spring.
1: I believe it was March last year. March last year
2: or this year? March of 2019. You're right. It was just it March. It was of, just this March. We've
1: done so much work right. in that time frame. Okay. Yeah. No, March of 2019. You asked about the hospital. And, yeah. and we had a meeting in the spring
2: with the heads of the hospital of the, yeah. the baby center. And they were I like, did a little
1: soft run past our director for women and infant services at Swedish. And she loved it. She's like, We want this yesterday. Yes. I'm like, And then I said, Oh, I better, I better check with Stephanie and see if she wants <laughs> to do this because. Tanya, you are really into this. Oh, yeah. So,
0: so calculating numbers. This is almost like a, a pregnancy of its own. Basically, right?
2: If hope, it started I hope we in get March, it in nine months because.
0: <laughs> well, if you're st- starting classes in November, it sounds kind of like delivery time. Then. Oh,
2: that's a good point, Kate. Yes.
1: <laughs> wow. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: So that you know, again, there's just that kind of. Miraculous tinge around the edges of this that is so incredible and exciting because it, it just, uh, it's not just about this being integrative pregnancy care. I think, as we kind of alluded to earlier, it really ripples out to our entire life, our family, our community, and it just goes on outward by getting started with this right now, you know, at that real critical beginning part.
2: I think that's true. And, you know, Erica has got such a bold vision. I think we have to give her the credit for building and creating and starting this. Nice Mm -hmm. job, bravo. (laughs) Thank you, Stephanie. Great
0: job, Erica. We are so very fortunate that you
2: decided Seattle was a
0: place to to check out and decided it was a place to stay. You guys are so
1: sweet. Thank you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And so here we are. We have this available for us. Check it out on the uh, Swedish website, Lytle Center.
2: The Lytl Center for the classes, yep.
0: Excellent. Well, I just so appreciate both of you, Stephanie and Erica, for the work that you are doing. It's so, as we've said, invaluable, really critical to our lives. So thank you for sharing that vision with us this morning.
2: Thank you for having us, Kate. Thank you, Kate. You're so welcome.
0: And with that, we're at the end of a very full hour of inspirational women with Erica Wicken and Stephanie Gianarelli, and Sunday Morning Magazine with Zoe Freeman and Mason Lowe. Remember, it's about the great figgy pudding caroling competition. I'm Kate Daniels, your host, and I greatly appreciate your sharing this hour with me and these special guests. For details you might have missed or information you'd like to know, please just send me an email, kated at warm1069.com, and I will get right back to you. Also, if you'd like to listen again or share these important stories with your family and friends, find the podcast on our Warm 1069 webpage. Click on the On Air tab, then the Podcast tab, and look for the show and guest names. I now wish you and your family a day of being open to new experiences. Have a week of the same and then please plan to join me again next weekend for another hour of Sunday Morning Magazine and Inspirational Women on Warm 106.9. Good morning.